Jordan is on best. Harper's on middle. Welcome to another edition of the Cornrows Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Schindler. As always, before we get started, if you have not already, please be sure to rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts as my dog plays in the background. Uh, that really helps us out, get some exposure for the podcast and keep us growing. And, uh, um, you know, we can we can get any feedback from you in terms of what you want to hear, um, what you don't want to hear, just anything that, that you think would be beneficial for us to know. Um, and of course, I mean, that just, it, as I mentioned, that helps us a ton. I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Um, and also just thank you to everyone who keeps listening and supporting. Um, so we're just going to do a really quick one today. Uh, I wanted to do kind of a small league update, uh, out of some of the news that broke. If you're not an avid Twitter user, or you're not super locked in with, uh, ESPN or the athletic, uh, or my dog speaking in the background. Um, so Sham Sharania and Adrian Wojnarowski broke a series of tweets today, uh, talking about a potential restart in Christmas and that there's uh, some driving momentum from a board of governors meeting today that the NBA will be making that start. So we're going to just kind of break that down really quick. Right now, it's projected to start December 22nd. So as of right now, that's that's 60 days um, if you are listening on Friday. It's exactly 60 days. Um, and so that'll be 59 days if you're listening to this tomorrow and concurrently, obviously it'll change as you listen. Um, obviously that is the, well, we'll dive into the complexity of that in a, in a bit. Um, so 20 on December 22nd, um, they're looking at 72 game season. So they could kind of try and butt end to, to try and have some sort of normalcy heading into 21, 22. Um, so yeah, I mean, you also throw in there, like imagine all the stuff that has to happen in that the 60 days, um, that's free agency, the draft, the draft will come first, um, at, at least presumably, I imagine the draft is coming first, it always does. So yeah, you have the draft, free agency, um, guys have to move, you know, guys have to go find new places to live, like they have to move their families, like that, that's a lot of stuff to, to, to cram into 60 days. Uh, preseason is preseason even going to happen? Are we just going to have two games like in 2012? Um, what what on earth is going to happen with with getting ready into fall camp and and trying to well, I guess it would be winter camp and trying to get you know ready for the season? Um, so that is wild and up in the air, and there's really nothing on that. Um, a big believe it or not, money had a huge part in this. Um, so based on this is Shams tweeted this. Um, you know, based on projected values for teams and players with the December 22nd start versus later, more than $500 million difference. So, I mean, I get that. Of course, that makes an impact, but I think that's it's just kind of cathartic that, of course, money has an impact on this. Um, so another thing that was brought up by Adrian Wojnarowski as well that has a pretty direct impact on Indiana uh, the all-star game, which was slated to be held in, in, in Indianapolis is, uh, not looking promising. He didn't say that, but just based off his reporting and everything that's being reported, it's not good. Um, you know, obviously no, most of the league's teams, two thirds per Woj, uh, aren't allowing large gatherings of people. 
Um, that's not really expecting to shift as we're, you know, projections are that the virus will, you know, have a second wave as things get colder outside. Um, so ultimately, it just kind of looks like the all-star game is not going to happen in, in, in Indianapolis, um, or at least for right now, it's very up in the air um, and not promising, I think would be the way to put it. Um, so I think that's something to look at. Um, and, you know, obviously there, there are bigger things, that, that worse things that could happen, but at the same time, that's a huge hit uh, just in looking in terms of basketball on the the Pacers franchise, the city as a whole. And uh, I mean, so much economically comes out of the all-star game for the city and just kind of exposure. And um, so that's, that's definitely damning. Um, so how does this impact free agency? Uh, well, free agency was already going to be a crazy mad dash just by my own observations. And from what I would heard, heard from everyone else and just kind of general thought um, around people covering the league. Now, I mean, I have no idea when it's going to start. I'm hoping that we'll have some more clarity on that in the coming days. Or, I mean, we should. Uh, You'd like to know when free agency starts, you know, two months before it happens. Um, And there's no way it happens in two months because the season is supposed to start in two months, hypothetically. So, um, yeah, like, I mean, they'd already proposed that free agency was probably going to be cut down into less days. Um, So now, I mean, geez, this is going to be... I mean, just think about it. Normally, free agency is like about a week. I mean, if you include like moratorium and everything. Uh, and now, I, I'm it's just making my head spin thinking about it. Uh, the draft, obviously, I mean, there's been loads of time in terms of draft preparation. Um, I know that the combine is still happening to like, you know, to some extent. Um, but this is just unprecedented and weird. I mean, much like all of this past season and the bubble and everything that happened. But um Free agency is going to be very different. I, I wonder if maybe teams will be, look to be overly cautious, but maybe there are some teams that just say, screw it and go all in and try and make something weird happen. We still have no idea what's up with the tax. We don't know. I mean, we don't know what the tax will be set at. We don't know what the salary cap is going to be set at. Um, we have no idea what's going to be going on. I mean, obviously right now it looks like it's going to be the exact same as this year just to try and provide some sort of cushion. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we have no idea currently. Maybe that was discussed at the Board of Governors meeting, but that wasn't released as far as I'm aware. Um, so that's something that that's definitely going to be on our radar. Um, I mean, so much just has to take place. And then when you start looking at the season, I have a lot of questions. I mean, injuries. Like, we just came off the, this, the, probably the biggest sprint in NBA history. Um, other than maybe 99, 2000, uh, I mean, that was like what, like 50, 48 straight games, 50 straight games. And then right into, uh, the playoffs. Um, and we saw all the injuries from that. I mean, this was a little bit different. Uh, but now, I mean, we could be looking at, I, I don't know if we're looking at a bunch of back-to-backs. I'm hopeful that there aren't, cause that would be kind of, you know, that's just not great. Uh, but I, I just wonder the impact that this has on guys' health, their them getting fatigued, their bodies, and then that impacting uh, like the on-court game itself and, and whether or not the, the quality of games drops because guys are resting. And I'm not judging them for resting. They should be resting. Why would you want to get injured playing, you know, your third game in four nights? Like that's that's nuts. Um, so, you know, that's something that, that definitely is on my radar as well. Um, in terms of looking at, you know, how 
this could impact teams that are continuous. So like the Pacers will have a new coach. Maybe their roster is not super different, but they're going to be looking to do a lot of different things next year. Um, at least presumably off the, off the opening press conference. Um, maybe you look at a team like the Lakers. They don't make significant turnover this off season. It's easier for them to, I don't want to say coast to begin the year, but um, they have an easier start to the year because they have that continuity. And obviously continuity plays a factor in every year to an extent, but this could be like monumental. But then you also look, those eight teams that just made the last two rounds, I mean, they've barely had a month off. I mean, even Denver. Denver's barely even had a month off and uh, after being out of the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals. Um, so, like, I'm just thinking about in terms of the tax that you're going to be putting on those guys' bodies. Like, I, I always draw back to looking at the hiatus. The hiatus was really not an off season. Like, these guys were still practicing – uh, obviously not, you know, for the most part, not doing any full court stuff because you weren't supposed to be, uh, but that did not deter some guys as we saw in videos and stuff. Um, but I mean, these guys were still working their asses off in a way that you maybe don't for an entire off season. Like you don't have that cool down period. You don't have a, a deloading to, to de-stress your body and, um, take some time off before you get back on the grind to get ready for the next season. So, I mean, you have this whole massive weird season that just puts a, a, a toll that we really don't know yet on a guy's body and, and mentality too, which I'll get to in a second. Um, and then like for the Lakers and the heat, you're going, it's been two months and we're going into this. So maybe that hurts the Lakers and the heat, even if they don't have high turnover. Um, but then you also look at the impact on a guy's mentality. I mean, like they were just in the bubble for three, four months. If you were made it to the conference finals um, that's drastic, man. That's a long time to be away from family. And I know that they had family there at the end. Um, but at the same time, like you're going to tell them, okay, well you have a month off and then training camp's going to start up and then we're going to go back at it. Um, that's crazy to me. You can say whatever you want about these guys being millionaires and cushy lifestyle, which I don't necessarily agree with. Um, Maybe the the top tier guys for sure. But, I mean, there are a lot of guys who are on uh, – it's obviously arbitrary to say that their contract's only like a million dollars or something, or like the vet minimum. Um, but still, I mean, there's a lot of expenses and stuff that go into that. I'm just saying, there's – they're humans just like us. Can you imagine being away from your family for four months and then being back with them for a couple of weeks and you find out, okay, well, I have to be ready to go again. I have to start ramping up my training again. I have to be – prepared to play a full season. Well, I mean, 70, 72 games is pretty damn close to full season. But a near full season starting up again in December after just finishing up games in October. That's, I mean, that's just a lot to me. I, I think that this is kind of a rush move and I don't necessarily agree with it. I know that the NBA did a lot of things right in making the bubble happen and how their protocols and everything went down. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily, th- I, I, I'm, this is just me passing my, passing my initial judgments, but I, I don't think it's a great idea personally. Um, I, I'm interested to see what you guys think and if maybe you think differently, but that's just where I'm at right now. Another thing as well, uh, it does not look like there are going to be bubbles for next season. Uh, based on reporting, it looks like teams are going to be playing in market, but without fans, um, which I think would be smart. Uh, and I really don't think you can do a bubble again. That's a lot to ask these guys. Um, and also it's a lot of money. 
uh, not to not to mention. Um, but uh, now that brings up a lot of interesting tactical and strategic stuff. I was talking to um, Tim Granges about this earlier. He runs the Basketball Index, Lakers Exceptionalism podcast. A lot of great stuff. Go check him out. Um, but we were talking about um, you know how this could maybe impact strategy and tactical stuff because maybe teams will play like a two-game series against one another or uh, maybe they'll even do all four games against one another to try and limit the uh, the you know cross-country travel that happens. And so you if you only travel once to go, like say LA has to play the Kings, they play two games uh, on like a back-to-back or within three days or something so that you limit travel. Um, that could totally change how things are, are impacted in terms of what you're doing strategy-wise. Instead of taking things game by game, and, you know, just kind of having the limited preparation for each team, you almost treat things like a series. Um, so that would really change things up. It would be interesting to see. No, I, I think it would be really cool to see, actually, but it's just really different. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot more uh, that, that will come out about this in the coming days and, uh, and week or so, I'm sure, because uh, it's going to be a whirlwind. Uh, but I'm not really sure what to think or, or know coming out of this, but I do know, uh, as I just said, I don't know what to know, um, that, that this is going to be crazy. Um, I think there's just so much variability, uh, and I'm, I'm hopeful that it will be for the best. We'll see what happens, uh, but I'm not sure that's really all that um, has come out right now. Their, their stream of tweets and, and articles has dropped off, but uh, I will, of course, be keeping you updated if anything changes. Um, I hope you guys got something from this. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, be sure to shoot it to me over on Twitter at MShinLearMBA, or be sure to uh, hit me up down below in the comments. Have a good rest of your day, and thank you for listening.